Dalton Schultz is in Houston. Singletary signed a contract as well in uh, Houston. What's that mean for Damian Pierce? We're going to go over all that. Uh, Adam Thielen. What's Adam Thielen's new value? What's Carolina going to do at the 1.1? We're breaking it all down and more. The Fantasy Football Show. It begins right this very second. File on in. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? You're watching the Fantasy Football Show, and we've got a lot to talk about. All the players you see on screen, as well as more, because we're going to take your phone calls and discuss everything you want to discuss, because I work for you. I'm also live Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. So you have found your new home for year-round, not just fantasy football information, but year-round NFL breaking news. Anytime news breaks, I go live. Anytime, just like it says on screen right here. Anytime news breaks, I go live. I'm your one-stop shop. I appreciate you all. Hit that thumb-up button on your way in the door. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about Dalton first. Dalton Schultz. Uh, signing a one-year deal. Kind of surprising length of contract. It's a nine-mil deal, which is pretty nice. Uh, that means they you know, they definitely respect him. They definitely want to throw the ball to him. Uh, this is a nice little location in, in, a, in a way. I, I really wanted him to go to, to Cincy. I thought Cincy was going to be a near lock, to be honest. It felt like a perfect situation. But I, for whatever reason, this ended up unfolding this way. And it's, it's kind of a, a crafty little spot because the Texans at number two are going to take a, a QB that will probably um, need a safety net and, and, and probably feed Dalton quite a bit of work and build a rapport from the get-go. This will be a nice little spot. The only thing that doesn't make sense is the one-year deal. I don't know why you wouldn't try and lock him up longer. But this is a good a good spot. It also makes me feel like we'll talk a minute in a minute about what the the Texans are going to do. Um, actually, let's jump right into it. So Devin Singletary was was the other move that uh, we need to talk about that has you know potential ramifications, things we must discuss. Devin Singletary signs with the uh, formerly of the Bills signs with the Texans as well on a one year deal, and so that gives us some Damian Pierce you know concern or does it? I don't think so. I think this is a good move. This is similar to my Zeke Elliott to Pollard is better than other rookie running back to Pollard. I think people wishing for Zeke Elliott to, to be released, they're wishing for the wrong thing. Every every team's going to have a backup. And I know Malik Davis is in Dallas, but Zeke Elliott as a shell of himself is better than a young, hungry running back, which Dallas is sure to fill that spot with or Kareem Hunt, or something like that. I mean, maybe they don't, but it's a concern, right? Houston, look, Houston could have potentially drafted Bijan Robinson. Houston could have looked at a Zach Charbonnet, or, and they still could, or a Bigsby, and they still could, but it's a lot less likely now. And this this Devin Singletary signing is a poor man's version of, of really anything, and you're throwing it behind a very successful rookie season by Damian Pierce, and I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I think people that take this as a negative aren't focusing on the 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 reality that Houston's bringing in another running back if they don't make this move. What if they brought in Kareem Hunt? 
Would you rather them bring in Kareem Hunt? I don't think so. What if they drafted a Sean Tucker or a Bigsby or even bigger name running back in the, in the rookie class, Charbonnet? You wouldn't like it. This is a very, very good signing because he's not a threat. Devin Singletary's not a major threat. One year, $3.7 million deal also isn't anything that screams, I'm going to compete to start. So this is a fantastic news. It also gives us these two signings right here, give us a pretty clear indication that I believe, anyway, that the Texans are really looking to go wide receiver with this 12 pick, which is what I would 100% do. I would take Jackson Smith and Jigba or Quentin Johnson. I think those are the two. I like Zay Flowers a lot, but for what they need to do here, and I, I take Zay as well, but I think Quentin Johnson... Or you go, especially with Jackson Smith and Jigba, to pair with your rookie quarterback. Then you got Dalton Schultz. Then you got Damian Pierce. All of a sudden, you have a really, really good offense for as young as it is. And for as inexperienced as it will be. And I'm not saying the Texans make the playoffs. But they may pull off a Detroit Lion season that the Lions just pulled off in 2022. Where you started to see what was really happening. And what was brewing. And what was to come. And I think that Casario is such a good GM. Such a good GM. He's doing a little mini Ryan Poles impression over in Houston. Detroit as well. Detroit and in and, and Houston and uh, and in Chicago are all making waves, making amazing moves, building up things. And, and I'm, I'm just really excited about what's been going on in all three of those locations. But the Texans going QB, and we'll talk about who they're going to draft. The Texans going QB and wide receiver seems very, very likely. We might see a Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba, Damian Pierce, Dalton Schultz uh, quad going on in, in Houston. And Devin Singletary does not concern me uh, at all. I, he just doesn't. But Dal- Dalton Schultz is a nice, a nice tight end, 2023 top five to seven. I think if you draft him any higher than that, you're setting yourself up for a little bit of a disappointment because there could be a rookie quarterback or there will be a rookie quarterback in there um, probably, you know, week one on, probably immediately as they build this team out. They could make him sit, I suppose, but I would start, I I think all rookie quarterbacks should start at this point unless they're behind a a nice veteran player that, that, you know, is clearly going to start no matter what happens. Um, but most times at the one, two, or three, or four, or five, one of the top two or three quarterbacks taken, you're not taking that quarterback if you've got a quarterback at all in place, um, as we are going to see in, in all these cases. Um, so Schultz is in a good spot. Singletary's not scaring me. And Damian Pierce is really most mostly the, the benefactor here out of all the news we've talked about so far because he's only facing Devin Singletary now. And that's probably going to remain the case. Probably. Not guaranteed, but probably. So we could almost say Damian Pierce to the moon. is headed to the moon once again. I'm not going to put him on the moon man list yet, but I, I have to say that, that Damian Pierce is looking very good coming out of this situation. There's a lot of concern that the Texans would bring in a, a, a Kareem Hunt. They haven't. So uh, let's go to Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen uh, is now a, a Panther, which is a, a really good thing for the Panthers and whoever they bring in as, as, as the rookie quarterback. Um, I'm hearing rumblings from multiple people that Bryce Young's gaining more and more, more momentum for the number one overall pick. I know some people disagree with that 
and and some people's logic suggested it'll be different, but you got to look at what the team's leaning, how the team's leaning, how the team's talked about uh, these quarterbacks. They don't have to really be coy about it because they have the number one overall pick. They don't necessarily need to try and throw misdirection here or there unless they plan on trading the pick down. I don't think they do. I think the only thing they might do is trade down to the two pick on the clock if, let's say, they're still a little undecided about their quarterback situation. But I don't think they trade down. There's a lot of trade down rumors. I don't think they trade down any further than number two if they want to swap with the Texans. If the Texans say, we, we got a guy we want. We don't want to risk it. We'll trade with you. If you're not un- if you're unsure, we'll trade with you. We'll give you a little bit. Uh, and it probably won't be the biggest trade you know, trade in the world, but it'll be a drop from one to two. And from the Texans going from two to one, but that's the only thing I can I can imagine. Anything can happen, but please, please, please understand that uh, that that this quarterback, this whoever goes number one, is going to be in a pretty decent situation for the now and the future. I think if it if it's Anthony Richardson, it's a really good spot for him to develop fast because he's got a good offensive line. He's got a good staff. He's got Adam Thielen. He's got a he's got a really good situation. He's got a Miles Sanders, a, a solid running back. This is a pretty good team right from the jump. And, and I, I think developmental wise, whoever lands here is going to have a really good setup for the future. They really will, especially if they have another high draft pick in 2024. If let's say this team looks good but can't really close it out. You know, they're still putting the pieces together. And that wouldn't be something to where I walk away from 2023 at the end of the day if this team looks like meh. You know, they 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 have they have some good pieces. They haven't like look at the Jets last year. The Jets, we're coming into 2023 going, we're we're so excited about this team. But they had like a, a meh type of season because of the struggles at quarterback trying to put it all together, but we could see it coming. Same thing with the, the Detroit Lions the year prior. We could see it coming. Even even this year, we see what the Detroit Lions were cooking up, even though they didn't quite do what we thought they could potentially do, and they showed us flashes of everything. Carolina's in a good spot, and, and if they draft Bryce Young, who I think they will at this moment, I'm hearing it, Bryce Young, and I, 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 they don't worry about his height. I don't really worry about his height. We've got Kyler Murray as a proven commodity in the NFL in terms of the height and and, and measurements. We we don't have a proven commodity commodity in Kyler in terms of attitude and leadership, which are Kyler's downfalls. Kyler's downfalls aren't that he's too short to play the the, the NFL quarterback position at the NFL level. They're just not. It's it, he's had much success and he's looked very good in a short period of time when his mind's been right when he's been a hard worker right now Kyler Murray's problems are in are upstairs in the head in the motivation department in the heart it's not about how how tall he is and his size has not held him back and if anybody thinks Kyler Murray is a bust because of his size you haven't watched him play the last handful of years because he's been electric so Bryce Young in Carolina I think would be good I think Bryce Young in Houston, I think, would be good. I think Bryce Young's got a whole lot of potential, a whole lot of magic, a whole lot of ability to scramble around, a whole lot of of uh, of upside in the right hands. 
And in the wrong hands, maybe he does fall through the, the cracks. But the same could be said about every single quarterback in this draft class. Because the honest truth is, this quarterback class is not an elite quarterback class. It's It could probably produce one top 8 to 10, not top 8 to 12 quarterback. It could. I think Bryce Young's got the best shot at maybe becoming that 7 to 12 if someone's going to squeeze into the below fields in Trevor Lawrence, but nowhere near Burrow Hurts. Mahomes and, and Josh Allen, but if someone could squeeze right into that like seven to eight, seven to nine spot, it would be Bryce Young because of his ability to extend plays. He's just magical. Um, I think if if Stroud lands in either Houston or Carolina, I think the odds are very strong that Stroud is either one or two overall. Um, I I think he's going to have some some nice success, but do I think he's anything more than a an eight to nine to ten quarterback? ceiling type guy at the NFL level. I don't feel like he's top five material. I don't feel like he's top six or seven material. I think he'll be steady Eddie. I think he could be a a top 10 to 12, top 10 to 15 consistent quarterback at the NFL level, which is a good quarterback. It doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. I just don't think he's a game changer. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. Uh, I think someone at number three is going to trade up with the Cardinals and take a quarterback here. I think the top three will be quarterbacks. The top four could be quarterbacks. The Colts may not do what everybody thinks. They brought in Minshew, and if they're looking at Levis, they might say to themselves, we're not spending the number four overall pick on Levis, and people are going to be surprised maybe. He also could go at four. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. But we might not see four straight quarterbacks. We might think we're going to, but the Colts might not be super high on just taking the scraps, whoever's left over. Now, if Levis goes like three or some crazy, you know, turn of events happens, then they would the the Colts would gladly take Anthony Richardson. But I'm gonna go ahead and say that if I had to predict the Carolina Panthers do go Bryce Young, that could change. I feel like Anthony Johnson would be very, very good. Or Anthony Johnson, Anthony Richardson would be very, very good because uh, AR-15, Anthony Richardson, AR-15 is his nickname. If you didn't know, uh, AR-15 would be would be electric on the ground from the jump with this offensive line and the staff. And to have Thielen, to have Sanders, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good situation from a fantasy perspective. He would be he'd be pretty decent as a rookie, and especially in best ball when you don't have to make the decision on when to start him, when to not start him. I think Anthony Richardson, because of his running capability and the offensive line and everything, the, everything that's that feels like it's pretty well set up for uh, for anybody to play decent in 2023. I don't know that they're winning a ton of games. I mean, they may lose close games. Certainly don't feel like they're playoff bound, but this is a nice foundation for any, any one of these four quarterbacks at Carolina. Uh, Houston's going to be two. Houston's going to be two. You add in Jackson Smith and Jigba, it's such an amazing opportunity for whatever quarterback lands in in this number two Houston Texans spot. I think the number three team, whoever lands here, is going to be the one that drafts the quarterback, doesn't get the most out of them. It's going to be a desperate team that potentially trades up. Then again, the quarterback landing spots. I mean, we're seeing Lamar Jackson's opportunities dry up. We have Washington. We have uh, some some think, including me, New England might be in play for a Lamar deal later or some sort of situation that, that, that changes because I don't believe in Mac Jones. Um, there's not a ton of spots. You know, Baltimore lets Lamar go. They need a quarterback. I don't know what's going to happen with this four pick. I feel like there's going to be a trade here. There's going to be a mix-up in this 3-4 territory. I really, I really do think there's going to be some sort of mix-up. Uh, and and, and change up. Um, 
So that covers that. Adam Thielen, what's his value in, in, in Carolina? I don't think he's anything close to, you know, fantasy football wide receiver two material. But could he live in a world where he scores solid wide receiver three, four fantasy football numbers, I suppose? Uh, $25 million, $14 million guaranteed on a three-year deal is pretty decent. So that that's that's pretty solid. Um, I th- I think uh, I think Thielen's got got some solid value in terms of NFL value. Like he's going to help his team quite a bit. So whatever whatever quarterback lands in Carolina, that's a nice weapon to be sitting there. Uh, what does Carolina do? I already covered that. I think they probably go Bryce Young at this point. But but it wouldn't shock me if it was any one of the top three quarterbacks because. I don't think Carolina fully knows what they want to do. So how do we predict what they want to do when they don't even know what they want to do? So Stroud, Stroud's probably the considered the safer quarterback out of the entire three. Uh, Bryce Young's considered to have the most, you know, potential upside, but maybe the most risk of the three. Or you could say Anthony Richardson's got equal risk, uh, and and he's the most raw. But Anthony Richardson's got the most like maybe ceiling value. If you get the right coach and, and and get the right team around them, they can coach them up. But honestly, I, it's, your guess is as good as mine as to which quarterback's going to land where. Um, we'll talk about more of that and and, uh, and and more in a second. We'll open up the phone lines if you guys want to dial in. Mac Hollins uh, signs with the Falcons. He's a good little wide receiver. He's a tough guy. He's gritty. It's not a not a not a bad move for any team to 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 grab Mac. Uh, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson uh, signed a pretty, pretty like low deal it seemed, but the word was that the 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 free agent money's drying up as all these big deals have been done. But the Lions just continue to make moves. The Lions are set up so well, so well. Uh, CJ, um, let's see here. It was one year, $8 million, $6.5 million guaranteed. It just seemed low, but what a move. What a move by Detroit. Detroit continues to do well. Here's another piece of move supporting what I was saying earlier. Uh, Frank Wright said whichever rookie quarterback he drafts is going to get lots of reps in hopes that he can start right away. Um, and this kind of fuels into that it's probably going to be Stroud or Bryce Young because they're not considering Levis. And and that that suggests that they're probably some say suggesting that they're probably leaning one of Young or Stroud to to have a more experienced guy in there. But you know they might just they might go Anthony Richardson for upside and and his running ability. Honestly, he could he could get plugged in. All three of them should get plugged in. You know the team shouldn't wait on quarterbacks anymore, especially when you don't have amazing options sitting in front of you. Why not try and win? Why not try and develop them? Look at Herbert did as a rookie. Uh, these quarterbacks, look at Burrow did as a rookie. These quarterbacks do not need to be held back anymore. It's just a different NFL. Uh, Roger Goodell, yay! Roger Goodell is going to get uh, an extension. Fantastic, multi-year. Uh, more Roger Goodell. I'm sure all of you can't wait. You're all excited. Uh, we'll open up phone lines in a second. Let me hit these uh, chat well, uh, chat messages. Let's go ahead and go into the into the chat here. Uh, Smitty, what's up? Appreciate you being here. Uh, Bella, check yourself. JCIM first in the building space. Ricky second. Uh, Joe third, and Philip, and Mealy, and and Smokey the cat, and True Penguin, and Devo, and Ron Navy, and Bella, check yourself, and Thomas Lawn Guy, Mike G, Peanut Butter and Waivers. Appreciate you all being here first in the building today. Hit that thumb up button. We got over 150 people in here. Punch that thumb up button. Let's get those likes up. 
Uh, AR, AR equals, let's see, let's see. Lamar is athletic beyond belief, but man, he can't stay healthy. But we talk about that, Charles, and, and I've, I've been the one that's beat that uh, like a dead horse for years that he's going to get hurt. He's going to bust. And for three straight years, I, I got ripped apart for saying Lamar's one of my biggest busts. Lamar's one of my biggest busts. Lamar's one of my biggest busts. Why? He's so good. Because he can't stay healthy. But why can't he stay healthy? Baltimore. Baltimore. They ask him to do to do everything. They ask him to carry the entire team. If he stays in Baltimore, Charles, I agree with you. He's going to bust again. But if you want to have, if a team's willing to support him and bring wide receivers in, or or a team that has wide receivers like Atlanta, pass catchers like Atlanta, London, Kyle Pitts. I mean, you you should in Algier, you should bring in Lamar, and I believe he would have a, a much better shot at staying healthy because the dude is is gonna not have to run as much. And yeah, maybe he's not he's not Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes in terms of throwing the ball, but we honestly don't truly know what Lamar is throwing the ball. Let's be honest and frank here. It, that, that have you seen Lamar have weapons? I haven't. Hollywood Brown, he he finally molded and sculpted, and then they traded him right away. So we didn't even get a full a full glimpse of what that could have turned into. Lamar's never had weapons. If he continues to not have weapons, if he goes back to Baltimore, I'm avoiding him like no other. But I don't know that we can fully say we know exactly what Lamar is until he gets. It's a good good question, Charles, and I agree with you. And that's why I, for 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 years I've said stay away from him. But things change, man. And it's hard to know what's going to truly happen. Uh, Colts should go for Lamar. I agree, uh, Sandu. And I think that that everyone assuming that this number four pick means that they're 100% going for Lamar. They don't have to. They, or, I'm sorry, 100% going for Levis. They don't have to draft Levis here. Just because everyone thinks they're going to doesn't mean they're going to. They also have Minshew. So if they do miss on Lamar later... They're, they're certainly not giving up the number four pick for Lamar in that two surrendered two first round picks in compensation for the the signing Lamar to an offer sheet, which means that they'll probably try and sign Lamar to an offer sheet after the NFL draft, which means that they would be surrendering 24 and 25 first round picks, which I totally would do if I was the Colts. I would use this pick. If I was the Colts, to be honest with you, I, I feel like I could turn the franchise around in a millisecond. You want to know how? You've already got JT. You've already got JT. You've already got Pittman. Pittman's, in my opinion, Pittman's not a number one. If this was me, I would use this four overall pick. I'd trade it down a little bit, and I'd draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. One of, if not the best route runner in this entire draft class, and you give him over to Lamar. And after the draft's over, you, of course, sign Lamar to an offer sheet. If you don't trade for him later, whatever. You sign him to an offer sheet after the NFL draft. You give him the uh, around the guaranteed money he wants because he'll want to be out so badly, he'll probably sign it. Make it high enough that the Ravens don't match it. And you bring Lamar in. You, you bring in Jackson Smith and Jigba. You have JT. You have Pittman. This is a winning formula. This is a winning formula, and to be honest with you, this contract that Lamar is going to sign that everybody says that no team wants to sign, it's going to look like chump change in two and a half, three years from now. 
So some team's going to have to eventually step up and say, okay, we're not giving you 230 guaranteed, but we're giving you more than, let's say, Aaron Rodgers had. We're giving you about 170 guaranteed. We're giving you about 170, 177 guaranteed. There's a whole lot of nice incentives in here. He reportedly turned down a deal, Lamar Jackson, that was $133 million on three years, fully guaranteed, that had an injury clause that would have brought it to 175 if he had suffered an injury, uh, you know, a season or career-ending injury, 175. I think what he would have got on the on that particular, uh, uh, you know, level of it, injury level, that's what he's going to get guaranteed. Something around the 165 to 177, fully guaranteed, um, or at least guaranteed money on a four or five-year deal, whatever the case may be. Maybe he does sign a deal very similar to the three-year, fully guaranteed. 155. Maybe it's not 133 for three years. Maybe it's 155 times three years, fully guaranteed, uh, no franchise tag clause. I think the Colts would be crazy not to sign that with JT on roster, with a nice little window still open for JT, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, who you could get a little bit further down and get more draft capital, and the Colts are on the map. The Colts are on the map. That quickly, that's how you save the Indianapolis Colts. If I was doing things, that's what I would do. And I think it would work in a marvelous fashion. Uh, I have a little stock in the Bears now. I'm kind of concerned. I love the Bears, bro. The Bears are doing amazing things. Smitty changing franchises, says Matthew. Uh, Can't wait for the draft. I can't either, bro. Vikings, Patriots, wild card options for Lamar. Not, not Vikings, because they've restructured um, Cousins, so that doesn't sound likely at all. But New England, I'm with you, bro. I think New England's a, a, a wild card. I don't know that New England or Indianapolis, we certainly know Miami and, and San Francisco can't, but I don't think the other names, that I, the teams I just mentioned, will be interested in Lamar pre-draft. I think everybody's willing to get rid of the second and third, uh, the second, sorry, I think everybody's willing to get rid of the two first rounders if it doesn't have to be one of the 2023 draft selections. The Detroit Lions could even be a player, although they seem to be very happy with Goff, and I know a lot of people love Goff or hate Goff. People love or hate him. I think he's fine for another year or two. I do. But if I'm Detroit and I'm building what I'm building, I'm interested in Lamar, but not using my six pick, not using my first round picks in 2023, but using a 2024 and 2025 first rounder to surrender in an offer sheet sig- uh, signing with Lamar Jackson, given what I explained to you, and, and pair Lamar Jackson with this improving offense and defense. And I know some will say Goff's getting it done. Why make a change? But look, I, I would take that chance if it were me. I don't care if some say Goff's better at this than Lamar or better at this than Lamar or Lamar's better than this and Goff's better than this. Bottom line is Lamar supported Lamar with a run game Lamar with a good offensive line Lamar with a elite wide receivers and Jamison Williams and St. Brown are are two fantastic wide receivers to hand Lamar we don't know what Lamar could become with a good offense like this and Lamar could almost game manage this a little differently than people think he doesn't necessarily have to be a top five fantasy quarterback for the Lions to win a Super Bowl under his command, this team's going to pound the rock. This team's going to be very hard to con- it's going to be very hard to contain Lamar when he does run and you'll ask him to run a lot less if you've got this amazing ground and pound game between Monty Swift 
and these two wide receivers, this is a fantastic team. You give it Lamar, it is better than it is with Goff, in my opinion. But you have to keep an open mind of what Lamar would look like in this offense versus what you're imagining Lamar is transferring over as and is going to play the exact same way, going to get injured the exact same way. Coming from Baltimore, you can't bring that with him. Because we don't know what he'd be like if he's supported, if he's given enough weapons. So Lamar, to me, a team needs to step up and give him what he wants to a degree. Not $230 million guaranteed. That is ridiculous. But someone needs to step up and say, you know what? We're going to give you the most guaranteed money any quarterback has ever been given. Let's give him... Uh, let's give him 177. Let's give him 165. Let's give him something well under the 230 uh, since since, since uh, most most money given since uh, Deshaun Watson, of course. So we'll have to see. Uh, here we go. Hey, hey, Mike. Uh, or hold on. After week two, the pace he was going was 1293 rushing yards. Who are we talking about there, bro? Sun God is the truth, says Frankie. Can you imagine the buzz when they come out for their offensive first offensive series? You're talking about if Lamar was in Detroit? I, I hope Lamar is somewhere else. I do not want him in Baltimore. He's going to bust in Baltimore. He's going to bust in Baltimore. The only thing that will make me change my mind even a little bit, where I'm just a tiny bit more optimistic, I'm still screaming bust, is if Baltimore drafts like a, a, one of the top four wide receivers, a Zay Flowers at 22, and they give Lamar Zay Flowers if Lamar were to stay. That's the only way I'm coming back around even a little bit. He's a bust. He's a total avoid in Baltimore because Baltimore... Is is hard for him to it's hard for him to succeed there. And Munkin's gonna be creating a new offense anyway. So he might as well get out. He might as well get out. He's gonna learn a new offense, whether he goes back to Baltimore or he goes elsewhere. Um Monty and Swift. I, peanut butter and waivers. I love I love Monty and Swift. It's a nice dynamic duo. It's fantastic, bro. It really is. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Smitty. I left a voicemail, but I don't know if you got it. I just got in. Um, if you have a top 10 pick, like the Falcons do, and we want Lamar to go to the Falcons or the Colts, would you just give up that top 10 pick, or would you say, like you said, San Fran, Miami, just wait till the draft's over and all that, if you have a top 10 pick? For which team? Like, just give me an uh, example. The, uh, Atlanta. Um, number one. Yeah, that's not going to happen until later. But let's say they were they were able to give the number eight overall pick, just the number eight. I would one hundred percent give the number eight overall for Lamar Jackson. One hundred percent. Would I give up the well, eight? Was... Would I give up the eight and the twenty twenty four first rounder, which is what would be required if you signed Lamar to an offer sheet, and the Ravens rejected the offer, and then you had to uh, you had to then. Um, surrender your first two draft picks in the next two NFL drafts? No, I would not give up the eight pick. I would give up the 2024 and 2025, Bruce. So here, here's what I do. I give up just the eight, if that hypothetically was able to, to take place. I would give up just the eight, or I would not give up the eight at all in a two-pick deal, like the, the franchise tag. But I would draft at number eight whoever you want to draft, okay? You draft, let's say, let's say you take, let's say you take a defensive player, you take an offensive lineman, whatever. You draft at eight, 
then after the NFL draft, I would 100% surrender my next two first-round picks in 2024 and 2025 for Lamar. Either one I would do, but I would not give up the eight and an additional pick if we're, like, yeah, getting technical. I, yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, if I'm a top ten pick, I was like, I don't want to do it till after the draft. Yeah. You know? I mean, though, even though Lamar's probably better than any quarterback in the draft this year. Yeah, I think people don't like. I'm down on Lamar. Um, more I was, I have been more than most, but and I'm not circling back around just to be different. Like I'm, I'm actually telling you that I fully believe that Lamar Jackson in a different spot is different. He's just a different player. Um. Smitty, turn off the background music, please. Can't hear the caller. It's driving me nuts. Do we have... I don't even have music on right now. Music's on on the other screen or two. Uh, Ron, we get mixed We get mixed reactions on the music. Some people don't like it. Some people absolutely love it. So it's like it's uh, it goes both both ways. On uh, different screens, I, I'll mix it up for you. Like right now, you don't have any music. But I appreciate the super chat. And uh, if we stay on this screen for a while, you won't hear it. We go back to the other screen, you're going to hear it. Uh, it's, it's part of the show, bro. It's part of the show. It's been here for years. Uh, Brucey, I will say that, that if I had, yeah, you're going to have a lot of people that, that hate Lamar. A lot of people that love Lamar. If he's in Baltimore, I don't like him, but, but I think people are a little bit more down on him, bro. They're just a little more down on him than they should be when they're, they're not even being open-minded to him being in a new location, you know, like he can never stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I said that for three years, you know, that's not new. I've said that for three years. He'll never stay healthy in Baltimore. That's not new information. But now everyone's talking about it as if they can translate it everywhere. It matters what he's doing. Bruce, if he's running 200 times a season, he's going to get hurt. And and oh, guess yeah. what? He has to run 200 times a season in Baltimore. I don't know what Munkin's going to design for him. But if you don't have weapons, he's going to have to escape. He's not even running design plays all the time. He's absolutely getting worked into the ground partly by design runs, but mostly because he's scrambling around and, and he, Oh, he's here, here comes, for his life. here comes Steve, Steven, Steven, you're live. Steven. Hello. Yep. I'm here. You have just been placed on hold. Press one to speak to Smitty. Smitty. Please press one to speak to Smitty. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell is going on right now? Please state your name. Am I talking to actual Smitty or uh, computer Smitty or what? What's going on? Please state your name. All right. You're live. Anyway. You're live on the fantasy football show, Steven, You weren't. You weren't messing with my automated system, bro. It didn't tell me who you were. You weren't there. What can I do for you, Steven? Let me guess. You're calling. Well, into first com- of all, that's that's the way I plan that out. You know, I, I'm covert like that. I can't give up all my secrets. But anyway, uh, again, uh, you're talking about Lamar or whatever. Why is it? Let's just go down this road for a minute. Why is it that everybody has got it in their mind? that when Lamar came out from Louisville and went to Baltimore, they had to they completely rearranged the offense and went to his skill set and, and whatnot. 
who knows when he was at Louisville, he ran the pro style system just like everybody else runs. And people say, oh, well, you've got to tailor make your offense for him. I do not believe that. And I believe that's going to be played out here when he eventually goes to another team. But, uh, no, I'll uh, listen to your well, no, you know, uh, you, comeback you, on that. You, you can stay on. I, I don't really have a disagreement here or there for that. I, I just the, – the part that I feel like you and I disagree on is that you think that Baltimore is going to be okay without Lamar, and I just don't – I don't see it that way. I think Baltimore – Baltimore could be – I don't know. I don't. I think Baltimore. I think maybe Munkin put, puts in a system that 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 is very n- nice for Huntley. And I and and believe it or not, I've liked Huntley for a while. But Huntley wasn't set up to succeed last year when he was injected into the lineup, despite his Pro Bowl appearance. Uh, I I think he failed, and it wasn't entirely his fault. But guess who also has failed there? Lamar. And I don't think it's entirely Lamar's fault. Now, situation, Stephen, you cannot separate from player. So, so Baltimore or not, Lamar Jackson is busted for three straight years. And I think everybody's starting to see that. I've been the biggest critic of Lamar, and I get yelled at every year. Smitty, you're going to see Lamar's amazing. And Lamar started off hot last year, uh, and everybody thought, oh, you know, Smitty's wrong. But guess what? They run him into the ground. So if he's elsewhere, I'm going to be open-minded to it because he won't be running 200-plus times a season. It's Baltimore's fault he kept getting hurt. It's Baltimore's fault he kept running 200 times a season, roughly. And if you guys plan on doing that with Huntley, Huntley's going to break too. If you finally divert from that and Munkin designs a system that doesn't do that, then everyone's going to say, oh, look how good it is without Lamar. But Lamar was forced to run constantly. Trade away his number one wide receiver. You can't do those things, Steven. He can't he can't survive without a wide receiver. How is he supposed to become this pocket passer he wants to become so badly and prove everybody wrong, which we know he's not. He's not a, a Josh Allen. He's not a he's he's not a Pat Mahomes or a Joe Burrow. But how can he prove us wrong or even try and prove us wrong if he does not have a single weapon besides Andrews, who was hurt all year? Like so, I just feel like. A, you're not better off without him, but you're certainly not going to win with him, and he's certainly not going to stay healthy in Baltimore. So it's like, let him free. And I know you agree with that. You want him gone. You want to see him somewhere it's else. A, it's a difficult situation. Honestly, I you know, I don't. I would uh, I would just assume Lamar stay there if we could make a splash play and get somebody like a DeAndre Hopkins or somebody uh, bring in, uh, you know, a, I swear uh, said a, a, a true number time. one wide receiver to go along with Bateman and Andrews and make a little bit of difference. But, you know, uh, the thing of it is, Ozzie Newsom and Eric DaCosta are not stupid. I mean, these guys have forgotten more about football than we'll ever know. And they're sitting there, and it's like, you know, give them all this money. And I'm like, I see it from Lamar's standpoint. And I see it from the uh, the team standpoint, and I'm like, well, I'm kind of at an impasse. Uh, you know, where wherever he goes is fine, and I, I just I trust the process in Baltimore. So it's tough. It's tough being a Ravens fan right now. I'm conflicted, Smitty. I'm conflicted. I, I, it hurts my I, heart, man. I'm glad you're finally. It felt, sounds like you're being a lot more honest with this conversation than you were the very first time you called in and said they're going to be better off without Lamar, and you you want him gone and all that. So at it's least my feelings. I'm just I know. I'm feeling hurt. I'm hurt inside. I don't blame you. you now you should be angry. Not you should be hurt and angry. You should be angry at this organization that literally is totally mistreated Lamar. 
You guys have not set them up for success. You haven't. You haven't. And it's not your fault, Stephen. I'm not blaming you. But but the Ravens have not set him up for success. And it sucks that Munkin's coming in now. Maybe maybe he's the difference maker, but he's coming in a little late. This is like, you know, if they can bring Lamar back, maybe he can convince this organization to draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. Or, and I don't think Jackson Smith's going to last to 22, but maybe you get Zay Flowers, who's one of the more elusive rookie wide receivers and quietly my number one, quietly my favorite rookie wide receiver if he lands in the right spot. But, I mean, Quentin Johnson would be wonderful. If Quentin, if you could trade up for Quentin Johnson, oh my God, bro. This guy's got a wingspan uh, uh, of, a, of a Mack truck and you could have Lamar scramble all over the place and find this guy anywhere on the field. He'd be like a big target just sitting there. Uh, it'd be like a big tree trunk just sitting in the middle of the field. That would be phenomenal for Lamar. But I don't know that the Ravens, no offense, are smart enough to draft a wide receiver at 22, Stephen. I just don't know. And if you do do it, I could see you doing it after Lamar's gone. And then it's going to be frustrating. The thing of it is, though, is that if they drafted, if we had three first-round picks, and every single pick they use the wide receiver. I'm still like, eh, I, I don't know. I, you know, uh, I don't know if Lamar wants to be there, and if he doesn't want to be there, we need to move on and figure something else out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that he wants to be but there. But I, I don't know that just drafting and throwing, you know, crap at the wall and seeing if it sticks is, is going to be the best thing for. I- uh, either either party in the long run. I don't, I don't know. know if Lamar wants to be there either, Stephen, but it's not really fully up to him if no one slaps down an offer sheet. You know what I mean? Because if, if he ends up uh, he ends up not getting a even legitimate offer, because what well, the last thing he's going to do is sign a bad offer sheet so that the Ravens can match it and then he's stuck with it. You know what I mean? So Lamar's just not going to take last anything. Year at, a, at a million and a half dollars, and this year it'd be thirty-two point two. That's pretty significant for one year of football. I don't know how he would sit out, but no, no, I'm he's not going to put he, anything past. He's not going to. He's not going to sit out. But what I'm saying is, some people think he's just going to sign the first offer sheet to get out. But the problem with that is, if somebody comes in with a low offer, if he signs it. The Ravens will be presented with it, and if it's low, they're going to match it, and then he's stuck in Baltimore. So my guess is Lamar is not signing an offer sheet until after the 2023 NFL draft, which in all honesty was not what, which in all honesty was not what I thought coming into this. I really believed that he would get a deal uh, put in front of him that he loved, that the Ravens didn't love, that the Ravens would be getting two first rounders back because they didn't love it so much, but the guy has. Crap the bed harder than the Ravens crap the bed, Lamar. I'm talking about by not hiring an agent. His mom cannot handle these things. He cannot handle these things. And from what I'm hearing, he lost so many pipelines and in, in, in potential uh, ways into an organization during that two day tamper period, which he was not allowed to talk to teams because a lot of people don't, I think, know this, but the the two day tamper window. That opened up on Monday when the league league year opened up on Wednesday. The the franchise tag players were not allowed to discuss anything with teams, and teams were not allowed to reach out to franchise tag players. That was specifically a window for free agents. But but agents do talk to teams during that two day window, 
agents do kickstart a bunch of potential trade talk, even if they're not supposed to do it or do it, tell me how all these trades went through the, the moment Monday opened up. There's a no tamper period, right? Monday, all these things just went through. Monday, all these things went through. Everybody's talking. Back channels are wide open. Oh, there was tampering. And, I and, mean... Yeah, and Lamar, Lamar screwed the pooch by not getting an agent because now he lost the little tiny, like, grip he might have had on this team, that team, that window, that window. It closed because these teams were petrified Peters. Everybody was a petrified Peter, and they didn't want to lose out on on the Minshews and the Brissettes and the all these quarterbacks that nobody really wanted to like bank on, right? But they had to Jimmy G because they didn't know if Lamar was going to really be available. The Ravens could match any offer that was slapped down, so Lamar didn't have any 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 pipeline going, any kind of talk going because he because. Well, he couldn't back channel anything. Some... It would have been direct contact with the with the client. He is his client. He's his he's his worst client. Lamar. Tomorrow uh, he's going to have his uh, a YouTube interview or something like that on his own show. Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, I find out what he's really nobody to say. after the draft when a team can trade next year's first round draft pick and then the following year is when you'll actually see some sort of movement on that until then i mean yeah. it's probably it, a move point where somebody really gets crazy it, it's miami san francisco and and, and the colts and the colts are allowed to have conversations miami and, and miami and the niners can't because they don't have a first round rounder but um the colts do have a first rounder in both this draft and the next draft but because i think there's no way they're giving up the four the niners the dolphins and the Colts are all going to be potential players in New England after the draft. I don't think New England wants to give up this 14 either. So once the draft passes, New England will be potentially in the mix. Miami, depending on Tua. If Tua, doesn't, if Tua looks great, they're going to probably roll with them. But what if Tua goes out and has a concussion? What if Tua goes out and he's doing these judo classes or whatever, and he gets a concussion in the middle of that? Like he'll he'll be well. Isn't that what they signed Mike White for? Yeah, yeah. But but they'll still if if two is out, they're gonna have different a different plan of attack potentially. Not for sure. Uh, hold on one second. We got a we got a twenty dollar hauler from Hob Hob G's who was dropping a uh, a uh, a prayer emoji uh, for Kilpatrick, whose wife is going through some things. So appreciate appreciate you. Let's see. Prayers up, big dog man. Prayers up. We Prayers got a, out. We got we got a, a rain machine moment here. Look at that. That was that was tw that was ten bills just shot out immediately. Um, <laughs> I gotta fill it up more. Prayers up to uh, Kilpatrick and his, his wife. Thank you, Hobbs. Can I bring up another topic real quick? Sure. If you guys don't mind. Sure, go for it. Uh, I, I saw it was mentioned in the chat, and I uh, saw some additional information on it. Laramie Tunsil. Um, apparently, the uh, the deal with that is that he used an unauthorized agent to sign a $75 million deal or an extension with the Texans. And I don't know if there's a lawyer in the chat or if anybody has a law degree, but I just wondered what will be the fallout from that. Is he going to get in trouble? Is the, the contract going to become null and void? I mean, I, uh, I, that's kind of weird. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Uh we usually have uh we usually have um 
Tony in the chat, he could chime in if he's here, or Baked in Boys if they want to. They can they can chime in. Uh, Scott says I'm out. Smitty done with the Lamar bashing by the new guy, the new guy Cage. Well, Scott, you don't need to leave, bro. Just ignore him. You know. Well, if that's the case, if uh, Tunsil did it without an agent, then Lamar can. You know. Hold on. That's my opinion. Let me see, Scott. Let me go look. Let me look. Go look at what Cages have been saying. It, it's interesting because it's un, an un, blah, excuse me, an, an authorized agent. Like I didn't know you had to be authorized, but uh, I say I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know either. Lamar's is, is, is Lamar's license? Is his mom? Lamar's isn't better than her. You, they would have to be right. You got to yeah. respect mama. Lamar's. Hold on one second, guys. Hold on one second. Cage. Uh, so just t- Scott was upset at Cage. Saying Cage was bashing Lamar and he's out of here, so Scott's leaving because of Cage. Look, Scott, deal, deal with deal with people that you know don't don't leave because of that. That's let me just I'm I'm reading to see if Cage made any kind of crazy remarks that we need to address. I can't imagine any team with the top five pick uh, trading for Lamar. I mean that's his opinion. Mahomes has done has done it without a wide receiver one. Uh, Lamar is Geno Smith with wheels. He's not a top five. These are just opinions, bro. He can talk about Lamar. Like Lamar isn't better than Herbert. Those are there's nothing wrong with what he's saying there. Like I, I'll admit, hey, this is a fantasy football chat. Yeah, hey, this I'll, is a man's chat. Yeah, if you I'll can't let, handle it, then just get out of here. We don't have time for this sissy sensitive crap. Come I, on. I will. I will say, Cage has been, uh, you know, uh, kind of rough around the edges before, but Cage didn't do anything this time. I will say I'm very objective about this. You want to talk bad about Lamar? Look, I talk about Jimmy G all the time. I'm sure people leave because of my Jimmy G slander, but but uh, yeah, that that wasn't bad. That Cage wasn't being out of out of line there, Tyler. I think Tyler, you should you yeah. should you shouldn't leave over that. That's we need you, Tyler. We we need you here. Don't don't get all don't get all sensitive on that. Um, that that wasn't bad at all. Jimmy G's the man. Jimmy. Don't give me I'll tell my wife to like and subscribe the channel, and we can lose uh, Tyler if he's concerned. <laughs> he can go and uh, you know get some training or something. Tyler, Tyler I'm not laughing. Uh, Tyler, I'm not laughing because you're expendable. I'm just laughing because Steve Steven's a pretty funny guy. Um, hold on, we got Bella. Check yourself, and then we got uh, I think Ron Navy's on the line. Yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah, hey, that guy he's talking about is he used. Uh, Omni as an advisor, he's not uh, an actual agent, and St. Omni is not his real name, I guess, because McAvee was talking about on a show when he had a rap report on there earlier today, and rap report uh, confirmed that he's a real person, but it's not his real name. I guess, so, Ty- hey, real quickly, there's nothing to it because. He didn't really use it because Tom well, Mega, Mega represents himself, monster, bro. Like it looks like he hype on something, man. Tunzel was officially representing himself, but he used Saint Omni as uh, um, an advisor. I'm hey, a cold. Hey, hey real, real quickly, hold, hold on, hold on, uh, Stephen. Uh, we it looks like we lost Tyler, so we're gonna need your wife to step up, like, and subscribe. Okay. Uh, okay, no problem. We, we need we need we need that replacement in here ASAP. Uh, let's go to Bella. Check yourself real quick. Bella, check yourself. You're up. What do you what do you have, pal? Yo, what up, Smitty? What's, What's up? going on, guys? Yo, so, you know I'm What's a up? big Patriots fan, right? 
Yeah. So I'm thinking with that number 14 pick, let's say we go get a Flowers or a Jackson, and then we go and give the two first-round picks coming up. That's what I'm Baltimore, saying. Baltimore, get Lamar. That's what I'm and saying. Build around. We got Lamar. I mean, it's it's perfect, bro, bro. It's perfect. I've been bro. I've been saying it for for weeks. I there. think that's what we're doing. I think we're sneaking in there. And I've been listening to the show. You know, I listen all the time. And why am I going to tell you what I'm thinking? I don't want these other teams knowing what I'm thinking, the moves that I'm making. I'm going to keep it as quiet in-house as possible and strike. You do you do it exactly like that. Ninja style stealth mode. But what, what I'll say, I'll say stealth this. Mode. I'll say this too. These people that think everyone's banding together. And I'm not saying there's not some of that going on. I'm sure there's a lot of... It's maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit, yeah, a little bit. bit. But if you think Bill Belichick is going to play that game, Bill Belichick's going to look out for himself. And if if he does if he does think what you and I are thinking, that he could sneak in and grab Lamar at, at the last second and just make us all go, wow. You know, because right now we're kind of like, we're forgetting how good Bill Belichick is. We are. We all, we're getting, exactly. we're getting sloppy. Poppy's getting sloppy. We're all getting a little bit sloppy and lazy when we think it's only Andy (laughs) Reid. Right now, we think it's only Andy Reid. It's Sirianni, it's Andy Reid. We're forgetting Bill Belichick is sneaky. He's a sneaky little guy. Sneaky. Look at how he, look at his post, his conferences. Bill never says, we're talking about, Mr. We're on the Cincinnati. That's all you get from this guy. He's not giving you what he's thinking. He keeps it so low-key, man. That's what I love, and I think something sneaky is happening. So I'm crossing my fingers as a Patriots fan, man. Yeah, bro, it's, it's on. so on my radar. I keep talking about it a lot. That that and and a couple different you know potential landing spots. But for this is such a Bill Belichick move because it's it's it something is. that we're gonna be like, wow, this guy's back. This guy's back, and it's gonna be like similar to Christian McCaffrey getting traded away for a second, a third, and a fourth round pick ridiculous oh highway robbery we think like how do you let that happen right and come so, on like how do you so do that here here's this owner maybe locked arms with this owner right because i do i do believe it could be happening to a small degree and they're like everybody gather around we're gonna go ahead and make it and all of a sudden bill belichick just squeezes in and goes excuse me excuse me here's your contract lamar and the ravens are like we're not signing that that's a whole hell of a lot of money we already used our 14 overall pick on Zay Flowers, Quentin Johnson, whoever, will go ahead and take Lamar. Send our future first-round picks, not the 2023 first-round pick, the 2024-2025. Lamar, come in. We'll take care of you. And Bill Bel- Bill Belichick finally gets his quarterback back. And look what he did with exactly. Brady. Look what he he could exactly. if he has a quarterback. I think he could be really really effective offensively. Right now, this double tight end monstrosity is an absolute ridiculous embarrassment and mac jones is and an say, embarrassment and, and, and oh i'm dude i'm so sick of mac bro i mean i mean i i was in on him at first i wanted to give the kid a chance but look man i'm used to dominance man i'm are. used to being dominant and i'm letting i've been a patriot fan for 34 years you know so it's like i'm used to dominance and watching these other people in our these other teams in our division just get better and better Every chance that they get, they just keep getting better and better. You think Bill's going to allow that? Like, something's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, let's see what the, the panel thinks about this. Uh, Steven, what are your thoughts on this? And I've been talking about this for weeks, so I don't know if you've been been here when I'm talking about, I talked about it. But it has to happen after the draft because there's no way Bill's surrendering the 14 
in this year's draft and next year's no first way. rounder. No way. So, Stephen, what do you think about waiting until after the draft? And God, the draft's sneaking up on us. We're almost like a little over a month away from the draft. This whole thought of Lamar not going before the draft, it was such a long period of time. Now, it's not looking that crazy. The draft is, is literally like sneaking up on us like a little over a month and like a week away, right? So, Stephen, is, what would your feeling, how would you feel, Stephen? How does it make you feel, Stephen, if Lamar's playing for Bill Belichick? Well, uh, I followed Peyton Manning when he came out of uh, uh, Tennessee, and I was a Peyton Manning Colts fan for 18 years. So, um, it, uh, yeah, there's, there's that. But at the same time, uh, I do agree with the gentleman to my left that uh, the Patriots would make a lot of sense and Belichick would be able to do a lot with him. And uh, honestly, I don't hate it. If, if they were to go and do it, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I'm still a Ravens uh, fan at heart, but, uh, you know, I've got, hey. uh, you know, I, I wish Lamar the best and I think he could thrive in that, in that offense. Hey, Cage, Cage, this is right. Cage says Lamar doesn't make any sense uh, to New England. Call up and discuss, Cage. You are you are you are pretty argumentative. I'll say that you, you don't deserve to be booted. But if we need to yeah, get, I saw if, this guy earlier. Let's see if, what he has to say. If, I want to see his argument. Yeah, Cage, call in if you got if you got the cojones to call in. We're not going to all attack you on it, but I just want to know. You say things like this all the time. You disagree with everything that's said. I can understand why Tyler was a little put off. Although, Cage, if we lose you, if we have to lose you, Cage, and your negativity. Maybe Steven's got an aunt or an uncle that could subscribe and, and, and follow as well. That way we can. I have a very team. large family. I've got like 30 MFers that I can have them sign up right now. Okay. Not so concerned at all. Saying that, maybe he's just saying that because he's not used to that type style quarterback coming from Belichick because no, if you look, he's Garoppolo, just, Tom no, Brady, Matt Castle, you know. He's just negative. Maybe that's it. But it's like. Belichick really loves the mobile quarterback. That's he really wants. We I would love to see Lamar there because I want to see what Belichick's been holding back. I'm dying to see what he's been holding back after all these years. I want to know what he can do with that. How do you call in? The, the, I do too. The and he number. he had a mobile quarterback in Jimmy G, but Jimmy G tore his ACL and could never run again. Isaac, phone numbers on the screen. I don't think Belichick help. really liked it, Jimmy on a personal level. I could be wrong, but I don't think. They just saw eye to eye. I'm not sure. I just really didn't. Well, I, I, I think, too, that there. every time that New England has played Baltimore and Lamar, Lamar Jackson, when he was healthy, got their asses burned. And he's like, man, I could do so much with that guy. Hey, let's go to let's go. <laughs> I to, think he could, too. Ron, what do you think about uh, Lamar in, in New England? Honestly? Meh. I mean, Belichick already did the thing with uh, uh, Cam Newton. He tried, he brought him in, and, and Cam didn't do nothing with him, so not really. So it's just basically bringing in the same type of player, and I think uh, Lamar would be better off suited going somewhere else like the Colts or, or even Tennessee, to me. Anyways, that's my opinion. Yeah, Colts, New England, Washington. Uh, I think... I don't think Tennessee. I think Tennessee's a. I don't like Tennessee. I think better off in New England because I think when they brought him in, he was washed up. Well, let's go to Bruce. Bruce first. Go, Bruce. Cam was toast. When they brought Cam in, he was he was washed up. So I think like a younger, 
Lamar is going to do a lot more than Cam could. Cause I agree. When Cam went there, he, he was wide up. He was done. I agree. Lamar is just going to be 26 years old. Okay. He's just going to be 26, has, like, in the middle of next year, this coming year. He, he hasn't had a good year since when? 20? So, I mean, he's he's had two straight years where he's been banged up, injury-prone. Um, Cam Newton was injury-prone. All you that said, they're, 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 they're both big guys. They're both runners. You can't say that they're not alike. Patty, they thank you, alike. pal. Five Why memberships. Would you take a chance again on Lamar, who's been busted up for two years, moon. and he's got to but prove like, that he can stay healthy, and he can't prove it yet. That wasn't his fault. That's Smitty. the Ravens' I, fault. Exactly. Yeah, that's the Ravens' fault. That yeah. I, I agree with Smitty. I mean, you can't be. I don't know how you plan on being successful on throwing the football when you have nobody to throw it to. I just don't get it. The only way you do it is do like Lamar and run all the time, and where'd that end up for him? Yeah, I have to He's agree. I, over I the past two seasons, Josh Allen has almost twice the called runs than Lamar Jackson has. Yeah, but but and he's been hurt twice, and yeah, both yeah. Uh, and uh, the one time is when he rolled, where he got caught in the end zone in the playoff game, and got concussed. And the second time, he was in the pocket and got his leg landed on. It wasn't like he got hurt running. Uh, you know, uh, on design runs or something. I, I don't get where all this comes from with him. I, I did not see it, and I don't understand how everybody just comes up with injury prone. Like it, injuries, so, you can't predict injuries. Well, you, I mean, you can, you can, you can, you can predict. You can be more susceptible to injury for sure. But, but I'll say this: I agree in that, and this is what I've been saying for for months and months. Is that when you ask him to run 200 times, just like, think about it. Who got, what running quarterbacks got hurt this year? Lamar, Fields, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. All the running quarterbacks got injured. And so I'm not saying Lamar doesn't run the ball. But if Lamar goes to New England, he will run a whole lot less. And am I saying Lamar is going to 100% make up for what he loses in rushing with passing? I don't know. That's to be determined, but we certainly have never seen him with wide receivers. Now, let's go back, let's dial it back one second and say that, well, if he goes to New England, if they don't surround him with wide receivers, is he walking into the same mess? Maybe. So, with what, what Bella, check yourself, and I are saying is if they attack wide receiver with that 14 overall preemptively in this draft, then I like it. If they don't, then is he really in that much of a better situation than Baltimore? Probably better. But is he going to get the weapons he needs to to, to divert away from the, the heavy, heavy rushing and get a chance to prove he's a little bit better passer than we think? If we put Mahomes in Baltimore, if we put uh, Joe Burrow in Baltimore, if we put Josh Allen in Baltimore over the last two or three years, would we have seen a better quarterback? Absolutely. But would we have seen anything close to the same player we've been seeing out of these guys in their current perspective locations? No. Like, you couldn't no put way. Burrow in Baltimore and expect him to look like Burrow when he's got Bateman and he's got no other wide receivers sure. and Andrews hurt. Burrow would struggle. Burrow would have struggled where Lamar I struggled. I totally 100% disagree. It's the quarterback that makes the receivers. It's always been the quarterbacks that make the receivers. Great quarterback build their receivers up. I don't care. I think it's a bullshit cop-out that everybody's blaming the wide receivers when 
you can watch the film. How many times have you seen Lamar Jackson overthrow his player or, or, or not just be accurate? They've been wide open. Duvenet, all of them have been wide open. And he throws it over them. He's not accurate. He can run the heck out of the ball, but he's not accurate. He cannot make wide receivers. Quarter, but, great quarterbacks make wide receivers, but no, bottom line. But no that, one's saying he's going to – hold on, hold on, hold on. No one's saying he's going to be as good as Burrow. No one's saying he's going to not – he's going to make wide receivers as well as Burrow would or as well as anybody would. But what I'm saying is if you take Burrow out of his situation and two years ago you shoved him in, in, in Lamar's spot, we wouldn't know the Burrow we know today with the, the current wide receiver core he had. I'm not saying – I'm not saying he, he wouldn't would. have developed. They, they would have made the playoffs. I'm not saying he. Burrow, Burrow with that receiving core or Allen with that receiving core or any other elite quarterback would have gotten Baltimore Ravens okay. with their run game to the playoffs. Okay, but my, 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 point, my point isn't that they wouldn't have been good, Ron. I'm saying they wouldn't have been near the player that they there currently are in their perspective situations. What I'm trying to say is how do we expect Lamar – to be his best and to know what he truly is capable of being, he is a level down from those guys. I, I don't know if you're, you're maybe I'm explaining it wrong. No matter what, I'm not saying Lamar is as good as those guys if he gets put in a similar situation. I'm saying that we don't know where Lamar's ability really is, whether it's five, six, seven, eight overall in the NFL consistently, if he goes to a better location. Where he's at now, he can't be that guy. And I think everybody assuming that he should just make these wide receivers that aren't there, he can't thrive there. Burrow would have done no. better than Lamar. Mahomes would have done better than Lamar. I'm not saying that they wouldn't even made the playoffs. I'm saying that they wouldn't be half of the quarterbacks that they are in that same situation. There's no way Burrow's the same player in Baltimore with no wide receivers and that's my point. I'm not saying he still wouldn't have been better than I, Lamar I guess what I'm, because he's better than What I'm trying to say from my point of all this is, is if, if Lamar is going to fail, if Lamar is going to fail, I want to see it uh, with a couple of good – in Washington, uh, they got uh, – uh, shoot. Uh, they got two decent wide receivers in Washington. He goes there. McCoy, I want to see him have a couple of decent receivers and see um, it, uh, and, uh, how he plays. And if he can't do it, then I'll be wrong, and I'll be happy to be wrong. But as of right now, I do not believe that Lamar cannot function in any open offense you want to run. I just I, he has McLaurin and Dobson in Washington. Yeah, that that would yeah, be yeah. that would be a good location. And Baltimore goes to the Super Bowl, not Kansas City, every single time. You'd be talking up Baltimore right now being like the great one of the greatest teams because Mahomes would have taken the Super I don't Bowl think, with with the wide receivers they currently have. I di- I disagree with Spot that. Hundred percent. I'm not saying I'm not saying Mahomes. Look at what still, he did this last year. He didn't have any elite receivers. All Ron, he had was Ron, 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 you can't you can't compare KC and Andy Reid. That co- first of all, Andy Reid and Mahomes together are why they're winning Super Bowls and as good as they are. You can't compare Baltimore with that crap coaching Sacks. staff that they've had year over Sacks. year. Bad offense. There's no way Mahomes is the, even remotely close to the same player he is no today way. in Baltimore. Zero. Zero comparable. Like, would he still be top? Andy Reid is a would big still, part of Mahomes. Success. Okay, hold on, hold on. Huge part. Coaching staff. Harbaugh's been to the Super Bowl and he's what, won it. And he's been to the Super Bowl what, more than what, once. So would Mah- how can you say he's crappy what, coaching? Would Mahomes still be... Would Mahomes still be 
a lot better than Lamar was in Baltimore if Mahomes is in Baltimore. Yes, of course. That's yeah. not the argument. The argument is Lamar isn't ever going to be as good, no matter where he goes. He's not going to be better than Burrow, Mahomes, and these guys. But what I'm saying is we're judging him so harshly, and me specifically for three years calling him absolute avoid and bust. Like I, I feel like I, I was beating the drum for three years on it. I'm just saying that you take him out of Baltimore, he may not fold. He may not. He may actually flourish beyond what everyone's expectation level is, not to become better than Burrow or Mahomes. But I'm telling you right now, you take Mahomes or Burrow, in my opinion, and you stick him in Baltimore the last two years, they they may do way better than Lamar was doing. They may actually be very, very good quarterbacks. They may still look like very good quarterbacks. But there's, I 100,000% uh, disagree. There's no way Baltimore was winning Super Bowls with, with Mahomes, given the state of things in Baltimore. Well, Lamar won an MVP there. And uh, so, unanimous, by the way. So, whatever. And they say that's in the past, but the kid has the talent. I, uh, I just, I, maybe I don't Hollywood know. Brown. I think everybody just felt it way too short, way too early. Can't throw, can't do this. I, I just, I completely disagree. I hope he goes. How do you, how do you not? Well, you win seventy-five percent of the games you start, and uh, and your dog, dog crap when it comes to uh, hey, you know, hey, the quarterback. Hey, Steven, you you said it before. You said it the first time you called in. They won on their defense. They won on their running game. You stated that, and now you're reversing what you said before. You're reversing it. I think you're all giving Lamar way too much credit than he deserves. I, Ron, I He's think, not worth Ron, that I, amount of money. Ron, I think you're I kind of feel like, Ron, you're giving him less credit than yeah, what Ron, he deserves. Ron, Ron. I, I think you're thinking we're giving him more credit, though, as well. Like, no one's saying he's better than any of these these top three or four or five quarterbacks. And no one's saying that these Completely quarterbacks— Completely missed my point. And and I don't and, and and all these quarterbacks, the top four quarterbacks, Hurts included, anybody get shoved into the situation. They're doing better than Lamar. I, I think I think you're misunderstanding that that none of us are saying that he's gonna ever exceed these quarterbacks. But like when Burrow wasn't developed yet, and Lamar's had to develop there. When Hurts wasn't developed yet, no no greater fan of Hurts than me. But if you put Hertz in Baltimore two years ago, we wouldn't even be talking Hertz's name anymore. He'd be out of the league. He'd be he wouldn't be a starter anymore because Baltimore would have ruined him. He he needed to be sculpted perfectly, and he almost lost his job along the way anyway because the Eagles mishandled that situation for a little while. I'm just saying that situations really really vital, and I don't think you can just plug anybody into any situation and have it work out. Tom Brady may have never, ever, ever won a Super Bowl, let alone be in the conversation of being one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, even if he got a starting job somewhere else. Like, situation is so important, and fit is also so important. Tom Brady, Kurt Warner, all these situations that unfolded the way they did, we don't know what would have happened. Even if they got a shot, they probably could have failed. You know, I'm just saying, Lamar, let's give Lamar a little bit of, of an opportunity to prove it if he's granted it and i'm not saying put him above any of the top five guys i'm just saying this is a guy capable of a whole lot more than we i think are giving him credit for keep in mind how bad Hertz's accuracy was last year not in 2022 but the year prior everybody was making fun of it think of how bad josh allen was accuracy wise coming into his third year and his third year was better. He, he proved it. Oh, I did, Smitty. I thought they were going to move off of him. I thought so, he was done. I mean, saying, Allen couldn't hit a mule in the ass with a banjo. 
I'm just saying Lamar hasn't been supported. Has been in the league. What? You could you could you could pull up footage. How many years has Lamar been in the league? He hasn't been in the league three three years. Know, He's been he, in the league a lot longer. He hasn't been developed right. Not there. He hasn't been developed right in accurate, my opinion. But, well, okay, he's not developed right. That doesn't mean he didn't he play until the middle of the second of his second season. I, I admit he's one of the probably one of the best runners ever, running quarterbacks ever. But his passing is not up to par. He's but he has at, at times been a good passer for for but not for a full season. He's unraveled. But why is he unraveled? Give him an A.J. Brown. Give him a D.K. Metcalf. That's what I'm saying. I think Give him an actual receiver. I think, Ron, you can Come look on. at a DeAndre Hopkins. There's plenty of times. There's plenty of times where he... If you go back and watch the film on it, like I guarantee if you go back and watch the film on it, there's there's strings of games where he is a very good passer, and there's strings of games where he looks amateur at best. So it it to me tells me that is for sure a situation that's he's folding in, like he's not capable of surviving. Maybe you put like again back to my point. I'm not saying Mahomes wouldn't absolutely blow uh, Lamar out of the water if you switch spots right now, but I'm. I am very confident that if Andy Reid was handed Lamar Jackson, they'd be winning one out of the next two Super Bowls. I'm almost 100% certain of that because that's how good Andy Reid is. And I'm just saying, and I don't know I don't know that Lamar is going to go somewhere like that. I just hope that Bill Belichick is, is a similar mind. Send him to New England, baby. And if they support him, if they get a wide receiver, which Bella, check yourself legitimately, no pun intended, check yourself a little bit on the excitement because if – he goes to New England, and they try and run these two tight end sets of Gesicki and Jonu Smith. That's not the support I want. He has to go get well, a wide receiver. not there. Jonu's not there no more. Yeah, and I, I feel like it'll be a whole new, like, regime, man. I feel like it'll be like a Bradford team list. Juju's not enough, though. No, they Juju's have... not enough. But let's say let's say we do let's say we do go Hopkins. get Flowers. Hopkins. Or... Or we go get and then and then get Hopkins and then give the two first up for for Lamar. That team. I mean, if if you're looking to get back, I we're coming. I'm speaking from a dominant perspective. My team has been dominant for two decades. Okay, we're trying to get back to that status, and if that's the way that we have to go, I feel like it's time. We've seen what we could do with uh, um, with Kendrick Bourne and um, Jacoby Myers and. We're not getting anywhere. We're not getting anywhere with mac and cheese either. He's not. He's, he's not, not it. He's good. so bad. He's so bad, he's bro. Not it. He's not it. Zappy's Zappy's better and, than him. I think Zappy's more exciting than anything. Like he, yeah. he's, he's, he's not it either, like though. Fan base. He's not no, it either. Not but it either. he's and, gonna he's gonna start and, games and, though. If they if you go down this to, Mac Jones road. My division is the hardest division in football right now. You can say what we want. When Rodgers on his way here, if everything goes good, we can't keep up with these three teams. It, no. it, it, this is the only move for us. It, it, it is the only move. move. It, I agree with you. It is the only move. It is the only move, bro. Um, the there, only thing we can do. Hey, there's another, uh, uh, there's another piece of news here that we haven't addressed yet. Damian Harris going to the Bills. Uh, what's everybody think on that? I, I think initially um, it's not good for Cook. I, I've said this from the beginning. People that think Cook's going to start, 
like and, and be the lone starter. I don't understand where the where why everybody was so optimistic that the a team that continues to use multiple RBs and this kind of rules out the Derrick Henry. Uh, although it's a one year yeah, deal, where we've yet to know the extent of the the contract, but. It does kind of slightly. Can I, can I say something about this? Yeah, hold, hold on, hold on, quick. hold on, real quickly. I'll let you go next, Stephen. But Damian Harris, this is what we expected out of Buffalo because Buffalo does not care about one running back, and they don't run yeah, enough do. to even allow one running back to thrive to a significant degree. They kind of go on and off. We want to run for a couple weeks, then we don't want to run. When they run, they're balanced, and maybe Damian Harris ends up grabbing the starting job. Because Damian Harris is a good running back, uh, but 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 he's often injured. Uh, James Cook is more uh, versed in the offense, but this is not great news for James Cook. His his value takes a huge hit. However, maybe as a pass catcher. However, is it a good? Is it a good thing Harris that Cook is a steal now? He stopped. Uh, what what what, Stephen? I said uh, Damian Harris when he's healthy is a really good back. He's tough. He's tough, but yeah, but, he, but I don't understand why the why the Bills wouldn't go all in. You've had Devin Singer. Why not just go and offer a one year contract for something stupid and put Derrick Henry back there, bro? I don't understand you know, why you, you can do the you can do the rugby scrum now where you the running back can actually you can get behind the quarterback or the running back and push the pile. Um, I wouldn't know how. Which they're going to change that. They're going to change that. They're going to change that. They're, which is ridiculous. I want to say it's ridiculous. The the this has been something you could do from the for 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 a while now. And just because just because the Eagles, everybody's against the Eagles, just because the Eagles figure out a way to use the athleticism of their offensive line and, and push uh, the pile and become the best fourth fourth and fourth and you know goal or fourth down team in the NFL. The NFL's got to come on and step on it and take it away. It's corrupt. That's corrupt. Number two. That's what I'm saying. The Bills need to follow that. Uh, no, they're know, not going. They're going to take it away, Stephen. They're going to take it away. But I will say, incompetence for teams like the Bills to not go after Derrick Henry for a second rounder. It's 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 ridiculous. Or at least at least Dalvin Cook. Dalvin it Cook, go ridiculous. get go give up a second. Go go give up two third rounders for Dalvin Cook. Why not try it? No, I, you know between uh, look, Dalvin Cook's shoulders are a big issue. Um, you know, he doesn't I know care. The guys he puts really a flak jacket stuff. on and runs but, out there uh, anyway. But, Honestly, in, in that particular offense, I'd rather have Harris. I think Harris is the uh, the younger and the, the more solid. He's back in, than he's team. injury prone as much as Cook, though, bro. Like to be I honest really with you, Cook Cook at least goes out there with his severed shoulder. He could his shoulder could fall off and he'd still go onto the field. Um, but but Harris has I been injured. Better pass catcher. I mean, we could agree to that. Um, let's go, Ron. What do you think of this Harris news? It's I mean, it's devastating for doubt for James Cook. I mean, I think whoever whoever goes to Buffalo, they always the 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 they they just their running backs are atrocious. I mean, they they use them wrong. They don't know how to use their running backs right. And I'm I don't want Henry to go up there. I'd rather, like I said, Henry go to somewhere if he's got to go anywhere. Send him to the Chargers. He'd be great with Herbert in, in the Chargers. Yeah, I, while I agree with you, I do feel like if they get rid of Eckler, the last thing they do is to go get another old older player. I think they. Nah, they're, they're I, I don't think, but but I agree that it would be good. I mean, but I I think that uh, man, the Bengals the are the Bengals smart enough to go get Eckler or Derrick Henry? An older player. If he goes to the Chargers, he's an older player. Eckler's an older player. So what's the difference if he goes there? 
then they then they then they just um, later on they grab a younger running back because and they have a young because it's back. very rare for a team to trade away a, a, a older RB to get an even older RB part of the part of the I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense for the Bengals to receive I'm saying that from the Chargers perspective if they're going to trade away Eckler out of concern of workload and and you know falling off getting Derrick Henry. May, may, I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's just it doesn't really. There's different types of backs. Henry's a big beast that runs through people. Eckler's more of. I mean, it's, uh, is it possible? Sure. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't know if I see it happening. But I think. But I don't see Henry still. The, because they'll sign them both. The, ba- <laughs> the Bengals. Why don't the Bengals do this? The Bengals can level up on everyone by getting one of Henry or Eckler. Just do it. Just do it. Second rounder. Who cares? Even okay, so we're we're talking about Austin Eckler or Derrick Henry going to the Bengals. Yeah. So uh, where did Joe Mixon go? Did he get traded? He'll, he'll probably get re- he'll uh, probably get released. Joe Mixon's pretty damn good back. No, he's he's getting washed, bro. He he's probably getting cut. Really? They're probably going to cut him. He had one good game last year with four touchdowns, and that was pretty much about it. And everybody like traded him and and got the value out of him after those four touchdowns, and then he was junk the rest of the year. Um, AC, AC must be a, no, I, 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 I mourn with you, AC. Okay. Must be a, uh, James Cook owner. Cause he says it's not devastating to cook Smitty. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think it is. I don't think it's good. I, it can't be I, good. AC, he doesn't gonna, keep him fresh or anything. It's not be used more in that third down role. Like he'll be like how he was last year in that third down row. I think he have at least more passes thrown his way this year. I would say, especially with Singletary gone now. Yeah. Uh, Bengals like their running backs able to throw hands, says Marcus. Wait, where was uh, where did Singletary go? He was signed. Who signed him? Yeah, Houston. we. Yeah, we had that at the top of the show. You went. What, he, why would you? Why would you sign Devin Singletary when you could have went and got a perfectly serviceable, uh, serviceable rookie back in this draft? I mean, this draft is so deep with good running backs. Um, they still could do they that though, Stephen. Damian Pierce is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it was for me and Vance last year. Smith, it was Smitty's dog. Smitty turned me on to him. I almost won a championship on him. Well, I, I think that appreciate that, Smitty. By yeah, the way, yeah, you got it. I think that Houston might just want to potentially use their draft picks on other positions and build. And they probably feel confident enough in Pierce that they're like, let's just back up Pierce. Let's not scare Pierce or make him look over his shoulder. Let's and maybe they still draft somebody, Stephen. I mean, a guy like uh, Deuce Vaughn could fall to like the fourth or fifth round and. And then you it's know, quite possible. anybody could just scoop them up later. You know, what I mean, they can still get a rookie rookie running back. They probably will. I know Bill Belichick's going to draft like five of them because he always does. Uh, so you know, Deuce Vaughn's like a sleeper to fall like really late to some team and end up being the starter somehow. I like Deuce Vaughn. He carried himself a lot bigger and stronger than he he looks on paper. So he came out as a real winner from the combine. But yeah, Damian Harris doesn't help James Cook. I'm sorry, AC. I, I mean, I, I respect your opinion, but this guy's, uh, you know, he's being brought in for a reason. They're they're not bringing him in to be 
necessarily the starter, but they don't have a starter. That's kind of the problem in Buffalo. They don't have a starter. And everybody was hoping that James Cook was going to escape free agency and the draft without a pretty decent name running back landing there. And Damian Harris is pretty decent, bro. He's not just a guy. But, but hey, you know, trust your gut, AC, if you feel like that's a, it's a good buy-low opportunity on Cook. As I said from the beginning, I, I think I was starting to say it, and then everybody started talking, which is fine. It's an open forum. But I was trying to say that if Cook gets hit hard, James Cook would, in value, maybe he becomes a value grab. You know, it's certainly possible. Every, everything's about ADP, bro. Someone put your seatbelt on. Who's not wearing their seatbelt right now? Is that Bruce? <laughs> No, I don't know, but it, you know, there's a, there's like 170 in the chat, and 93 likes. People uh, hit the daggum like button right now before I have to come to the house and see. Yeah, that is kind of weak. 92 thumbs up. Let's you're not, push. you're not going to get content like this anywhere else. Now, come on. Hey, you Steve. Pay to play, people. Let's go. Steven, has your wife liked the video yet? Gentlemen. Yes. Okay, I appreciate that. Hey, 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 Smitty, remember when I was complaining about the, the background music and all that? Somehow, when I pulled up the live stream, remember the video you did yesterday with you having that motor revving and and it was that short video you did? Oh, you had it playing. Somehow it was playing in the background. and I, <laughs> I and Yeah, so I switched to my iPad and it went away, but I don't know how it was running in the That's background. That's hilarious. That's what I'm <laughs> Everybody was wondering what you were on because they're like, "Bro, I can barely hear the music," and then you're just like, "That music's ho horrible." You got he's got Miami Vice playing on the background, and he, he thinks I'm I'm blasting it. Uh, okay, yeah, James, I thought you. Were <laughs> uh, a, uh, let's go to Isaac. Isaac, you're on on the phone here Rocket live. And tubs. Isaac, you're live. What's up, Smitty? What's up, pal? Hey, listen first. First of all, a grindhouse to the moon, as usual, been rocking the hoodie on the regular. Attaboy. I'm glad you got it. Uh, what else hey, you got? Hey, uh, listen, I'm just chiming in. The Bills signing Damian Harris isn't terrible, but for a contender that we all expected to be more of a contender last year, I just feel like the Bills need that Austin Eckler. They need that. Henry, I, I know they're older. They need a name. They, they, you're the Bills. You're expected to be there in the final four, most likely. Just, just eat it. Get a good running back. Get it. Peace, dog. Get a guaranteed, you know, thousand yarder. I mean, honestly, I might have had Kareem Hunt over Damian Harris, and he's still not. I, I do have Kareem name. Hunt over Damian Harris. I think Kareem Hunt's going to ruin someone's parade. He's gonna rain all over it. Absolutely, because this guy, this guy, it, well, while he's not a top five running back potential guy anymore, he's still borderline like threatening. You know, anybody he, any team he lands with, he's gonna threaten. The reason he may not have signed is he's maybe the a guy people think they gotta pay more, or maybe they do have to pay more. But I could see him going somewhere though. I hope to God I'm wrong on this. So, New England fans, Bella, check yourself. Put your earmuffs on. Maybe you like this from a team perspective, though. But if he lands in New England, Stevenson owners are going to throw their arms up and, and just just cry, hold themselves, and, and cry all would, night long. I would love it as a fan perspective, but right. being a Stevenson uh, a Ramadre owner, it, it really does kind of rub me both ways in the fence. Yeah, 
you feeling two feelings at the same time. But like that's where Hunt could yeah. go. Hunt could go somewhere very like upsetting. I hope I hope he doesn't. But there's not a lot of spots left, to be honest. I mean, you look at the free agent board. I gotta fix this up. Singletary uh going to uh Houston. So we're gonna put that over here. Houston wasn't a, a dire need landing spot anyway, but it's definitely uh something that uh so we got we got this is Harris. Yeah, Harris. Um, and we got Cream Hunt. So Cream Hunt's really the only guy left at this point that that feels like he's, you know, I don't know, a game changer. Yeah, in Buffalo, I it's haven't. Uh, I, I'm going to take this circle off Buffalo because they don't really need a running back anymore, but they still could attack running back. But I don't think they will. So we got Miami, who I don't know that Miami thinks they need a running back because they got they no, they brought they, they brought four of them. Yeah, they, they brought back them all, but. They're weird like that. Like Miami Mike is weird, but I'm going to take it off. So we got Cincinnati, Philly, and Chicago. Uh, and you could say Foreman's their pick there, but I still feel like they're capable of taking a big name back. But Philly, Cincinnati, and Chicago. Those are the only three teams in the National Football League that I've identified as very running back needy. Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Chicago. That means that if Henry or Eckler gets traded, they're going to one of those three locations, in my opinion. Philadelphia has, they have, what, the 14th and the 30th pick. Um, if B. John Robinson is not there at the 30th pick for uh, Philadelphia, if, if he's there and they don't take him, they're idiots. He's not uh, going I was upset with them. I was upset with Buffalo. Last year, when CMC came on the market, and everybody's like, "He's broken down. He can't. He can't stay healthy." And I'm like, "If the Bills or the Eagles or somebody a contender doesn't go for him, and he goes to San Francisco, and then there you freaking go." If Bijan lasts to thirty, I'll give you. Uh, you can take over my show, Stephen. It's not going to happen. Um, he'll 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 definitely go way earlier than that. He could slip further than I would like. But, you know, we're, we've been talking about Philly getting the ball. I'm talking about the 30th pick in the first round. I know. Like, yep. three, so uh, you know. Okay, all right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I just that, wanted to make sure. He's he's a top 10 prospect. Eagles could take Bijan with the 10th. Yeah, they could take him with the 10th. But we've been talking about the 10th pick, you know, being being Bijan territory. That's way too high for right but, back. I'm not well, it is, it is it is traditionally, but not for Bijan. He's a generational man. He needs to he needs to fall outside the lines of this whole, like, you can't take an RB in round one anymore. Bijan's different. He's generational. He's deserving of it. He's a top, he's arguably my number one overall prospect in the, enti- in the entire uh, draft. And, and that's yeah. not just because he's offense. I Again, I had Sauce Gardner as my number one overall player last year. He was a defensive player. Then I loved him. I feel like Bijan is head and shoulders the number one overall player in this draft, prospect wise. Um, Cincinnati, but so across all positions, across all positions, I think he's the number no, one no, player. Will, Will Anderson is the number one player in this draft. It's I think Will he's. Anderson I think he's. Me, he's not even close. I think he's good, but Bijan, Bijan. I mean, we obviously see Bijan a little different because you're you're talking about thirtieth overall, and I don't think he's sniffing the tw- you know mid twenties, let alone anywhere around that range, but. But anyway, back back on points. To Dallas, since he, if he falls to Dallas, he's gone. But da- twenty six is still hard. I can't imagine him falling to twenty six. But yeah. real quickly, uh, Cream Hunt could land in Cincy, Philly, or Chicago. I could see Cream Hunt in Chicago. I really could. I could see Cream Hunt in Philly. I could see Cream Hunt in any one of these three locations. So Cream Hunt could land in one of these locations, or he lands somewhere where he rains on someone's parade, and then and then it's like, does does Bijan fall to one of these locations? 
does Chicago take him? Because look, Philly and Chicago both have high enough draft picks. They're almost too high, but high enough draft picks to to grab him. So Philly and Chicago are back to back at nine and ten. So the two two of the most running back needy teams of those three, Cincy, Chicago, and Philly, have the nine and ten overall picks. Uh, Cincy at twenty eight will would probably grab. They could grab. I could see him grabbing Jameer Gibbs, but I I I I I've been hearing rumors about you know Eckler Boy, going Kareem to one of these three. Would make three. a lot of sense in uh, New York for the Giants. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, if and or when Saquon goes down, that wouldn't be a, a bad backup. And I think they have I a little bit like of money. I would like that for Saquon. But that's not what Kareem Hunt wants. He was in Cleveland behind Chubb. No, he, he wants tried to start. To get they weren't playing him. And he is a fierce running back. He's a starter. Who? You put him in Cincy, he's a starter. Kareem Who? Hunt. You put him in Cincy, I, it makes yeah, sense. I, Same division, which is I scary agree. for, for Cleveland. And, I agree. And there's that's a trainer. He's they're 100 percent going to release Mixon. And you think Green Hunt is better than Joe Mixon? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Joe, Joe Mixon has been worked into the ground. It's not his fault. He, he did very well for a long period right. of time, but it just so happens the Bengals are ready to win, and he's been hanging on for dear life trying to get into this position, and it's like too late for him. But but he's also, even though he's cleared of that situation at his house where they roped off the. The house, the the police, and all that. He was clear to that. He still was involved in the situation prior to that, where he was waving around a, a a weapon and all that. And he's got the checkered pass to boot, and he's falling off. I just think that they're going to move on from him. But Kareem Hunt. So of the three identified locations, Kareem Hunt is certainly a threat to either either one of these: Chicago, Philly, Cincy. Um, I believe Eckler or Henry. Most likely, Eckler is what I'm hearing is going to be moved over the two of them, and it'll be one of these three locations if Eckler is moved. So that, that's my uh, prediction. Eckler would be crazy. Yeah. What? What? what uh, Bruce? Which spot do you like best for uh, Hunt? I really like Chicago for Hunt. I think it makes sense for Chicago. They don't have to use. I mean, I would I would pick Bijan too. I think it's great. But you, I would take if I was Chicago, I would take Kareem Hunt. I would sign Kareem Hunt. I would draft Jackson Smith and Jigba at nine, and I would I would literally win my division. I would win you the division. You know where Kareem Hunt makes perfect sense? Dallas. They just got rid of Zeke. I, if they I could sign Kareem Hunt. I run behind. Uh, I'm fearful uh, of that. Um, did you see my Tony Pollard video earlier today? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, Pollard and uh, I'm fearful if, of if, that. Yeah, if he went down there, that would be a good, an excellent backup. It'd be an excellent thing for the team. It'd be very bad for Pollard. It'd be somewhat bad for Pollard. I think Pollard could still survive very it, but he bad. wouldn't. He wouldn't survive it the same way that we want him to. Uh, and, and Dallas is hung, hungry enough to get another. That's why I said everybody. I don't know if you, if you, Stephen, if you actually did see it or not. But on my Dynasty channel, I did a Pollard video today, and one of the risk factors for Pollard is that. Cream Hunt still out there. Cream Hunt still out there, and if anybody's excited about Zeke, I'll say it a hundred thousand times in a row. If you're excited about Zeke getting released, you better rethink it because Zeke is a shell of himself, and he's no threat to Pollard. And if the team has Zeke and Pollard, they're not going to go. They're not going to go get a Hunt. They're not going to draft an RB. But as soon as Zeke Elliott's off the table, Jerry Jones is clamoring for having another running back, and 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 uh, McCarthy wants to run, 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 run. So I've got one team where Zeke makes perfect sense. There's one team in the league, and Miami. it's the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Mm. No, the bill. Has he got a chance to get in there at the five-yard uh, line I think, and pound I on that? Um, I think Miami did, uh, would welcome another running back. They, it's they always do. for the right price, like if he was cheap. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. There would be I, some motivation there. I hear you, but um, I could see Baltimore taking him in. Just the all-injured team, the all-ACL oh, team, though. I, I, I could see James Allen right back just, to Dallas. I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. I got a lot of problems right now. Can't we just, you know, be <laughs> friends and move on and talk about some other teams? I, I can't do it. I don't even know what Jeff the hell is going subject, on. I, Bruce, I I think, you said uh, that you would like uh, Kareem Hutt to go over to the uh, Giants. I believe that's what yeah. you said. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. really like that move too much. I I, I, I I think he would be a better fit in Chicago, like Smitty said. But uh, just off another note, I think that Saquon Barkley is going to have a remarkable year this year. I mean, it's just he's just going to start off where he started last year. I just have big hopes for him. I've always been a Barkley fan, so I'm hoping that he really does good, especially with Waller going over there to draw that middle up open. Uh, he had, a, he had an excellent year last year, and I'm um, a Barkley fan. I, I, I'm a big fan of the kid. I, I mean, he is amazing. Uh, when he is on his game and healthy, he's as good as any back in the league. Period. Um, I do believe so. This uh, honest date. Zeke. Zeke should follow Emmett Smith's path and go to go to uh, Arizona. That's I could I could oh, see it, Ron. I could see it a hundred. I could see it a hundred percent. We always take the older running backs that have dropped off. We always take the older players. Um, we have AJ Green. We've had the Cardinals have done that over and over. We've had. Do you guys remember we had Adrian Peterson? The Cardinals have had Adrian uh-huh. Peterson, Emmett Smith. Uh, we've had Kurt Warner. We like we've literally we, you know Kurt Warner was still in his prime though, but we've we've taken we've always taken. You know those those players. What we had we had AJ Green, we had Deon, we've had DeAndre didn't Hopkins, I, uh, AJ Green, and I could be insane, but didn't Jerry Rice finish his career with uh, with the Cardinals? No, uh, he was with the Raiders, and then after that he got traded. Before he retired, he went to another team. I can't remember. Not who the it was. Cardinals, bro. You you also had David Johnson, maybe. Yeah. Um, hey, real quickly, uh, Honest Abe wants to know, Madison signed anywhere. Madison has uh, signed with the the Vikings. He re-signed, which is a big reason why Cook is potentially on the move. Um, Cook in Chicago, Cook in Philly, Cook in Cincy is all, uh, obviously something that could definitely happen. They should have traded Cook two years ago and got the best out of Madison. He was clearly the better back, and they wasted his time. Well, I've been saying that. I, I'm a big fan of Madison. Yeah, Madison, Madison's you, been a – he's been a show favorite for a while. He's always been on our, our win-a-league list. Um, yeah. All right, guys, i gotta I got to drop you off the line one at a time. So uh, let's go start with Isaac. Isaac, you haven't had a lot of time to talk, so is there anything you want to say before you, you bounce out of here? Oh, it's cool, man, but I'm going to predict Kareem Hunt to the Bengals. That's how I'm going to end it. Let's make some predictions. Okay, Kareem one. Cream Hunt to the Bengals. Uh, I definitely feel like that's never trade Cream Hunt in division. Never do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll disagree with that one. Okay, uh, Isaac, appreciate you, pal. No doubt. Um, let's go to uh, Bruce. Bruce, what do you want to end hey, on? Hey, uh, just just uh, stay healthy and stay safe. That's all. Ten all right. four, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, pal. Yep. You do the same. 
Um, Isaac says Kurt All Warner right, passed his prime when he entered the league. Come on. Kurt Warner was amazing. One of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Uh, Bella, check yourself. On your way out the door, what would you like to say? Wipe your feet when you come into Smitty House, guys. Get those thumbs up. I'll call you tomorrow, guys. All right. Come appreciate on. you. Later. Take it easy, man. Later. Steven. Final word, Steven. No, I uh, I'm pretty good this evening. I think we pretty much covered it. It was a uh, it was a great stream. Happy to be a part of it. Uh, appreciate the chat uh, being in here with us, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, real quickly, Stephen, I want to know if anybody knows this actor. Real quickly, you sound exactly like this actor. Um, let me find his name. Uh, uh, let me see. God, you sound exactly like him. Well, exactly. I had a, I was an angel a couple of days ago, so uh, I, hopefully it's a good actor. Uh, uh, Gerald, uh, his name's Gerald uh, McC- McRaney. He, 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 he plays Raymond Tusk in uh, in uh, Raymond in Tusk. House of Cards. He plays Raymond Tusk in House of Cards. That really rich. I have I have never seen House of Cards. I have no idea. Does any uh, Does I, anybody I, I, I know Gerald McRaney? Gerald McRaney. He was in. Um, uh, let's see. He was in. Oh, let me see here. Smitty, uh, if if you don't mind, uh, I watched. Uh, what happened was, uh, one particular summer, my wife and I, we kept hearing about this thing that was going on called Game of Thrones. And it was like, well, you know, we need to see it. So I went to Walmart and bought the first. He's going to recommend it like uh, you haven't seen it. You know, uh, the first year of it. I went back to Walmart like four or five different times. We're 10 years into this thing. And then that crappy ending. And ever since then, I'm like, I'm out on, uh, on sitcoms or you're out on everything. Crap. I Man, swear. I was, I was upset. I, I'm still upset over it. I mean, that was ridiculous. I want everybody to YouTube uh, that guy, McRaney. Uh, Gerald McRaney. He sounds just like Steven. Exactly like him. It's crazy. I feel like I'm talking to Raymond Tusk from House of Cards right now. Well, um, hopefully Jared McGillicuddy or whatever his name McGill- is. I mean, he's got to have a southern accent, so he must have been he, around... He, you sound you know, the hill country. You sound identical, identical to him. Uh, so somebody YouTube right now, Gerald McRaney, a uh, Raymond well, Tusk. I'll, I, I'll take that as a compliment. I'd like to be an actor making some real money. Hey, he he was a good role. He was a very powerful political figure that uh, that uh, was trying to get all corrupt on uh, on the presidency and everything. Oh, political. Oh, okay, but that was in that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I, All right, I hey, you were hey, real life. I appreciate you, Stephen. All right, man, we'll holler at you later. Uh, I got hold on. Russian collusion said he dropped a super chat. Hold on, I'm sorry, guys. We got a little bit of a a debate there, and I probably missed it. Let's see here. Appreciate that super chat. Russian collusion says the last running QB to win a Super Bowl was Vic. Uh, that was that was luck. No running QB has ever been accurate since Steve Young. Says Russian collusion. Russian, I appreciate your uh, super chat. And uh, what Trent Dilfer? What do you? What is he? Chop liver? Is Trent Dilfer chop liver to you, Russian? Just kidding. Couldn't scramble at all. <laughs> Ron, final thoughts. Yeah, the last great running back Buffalo's ever had was Marshawn Lynch, and they've destroyed every, they destroyed him. And look what he—they sent him to Seattle, and he was great. 
So I don't. No matter who Buffalo gets, they're still going to be the four straight Super Bowl losing team, and but they've always been. And uh, if they go to the Super Bowl again, they're, they're not going to win it. That's just their curse. Hey, Ron, do and, me. A- uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, what? Do you a favor? What? I say, do me a favor and, and YouTube on uh, YouTube Gerald McRaney. Uh, you spell his well, last. You spell his last name M C. Rainy, R A N E Y. Um, okay. Yeah. The, uh, uh, let me, if he let, sounds like Stephen. You, no, you're gonna tell me it is Stephen. You're gonna message me and say that's gotta be him. This is his burner account. He sounds exactly like him. Unbelievable. Oh, like okay. it, it, he sounds more like him than than Rob. Uh, than uh, what's his name? Ro- Robert sounds like the uh, Lumberg. Where is Robert? I don't know. Him forever. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love when he does that. Yeah, uh, Gerald McRaney. This is this is how you this is how you spell his name. Um, Prime Scott at Gerald McRaney. But if you if you YouTube that and listen to it, it sounds exactly like Stephen. All right, Ron, appreciate right. you. Hey, um, just let Stephen know. You know how he said he was really hurt inside about Lamar. Um, he's going to be really even more hurt this coming year when both the Bengals and the Steelers uh, sweep the Ravens. That's all I got to yeah. say. And I'm and, and somebody 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 said Mike Vick didn't win a Super Bowl. I think he was kidding, bro. I think he was. <laughs> I think he, I think he was joking, Jared. But if he wasn't, then I don't know. All right, later, guys. Appreciate it, Ron. I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Later. Uh, no offense, Russian, that wasn't directed at you. Just got me on, just got me going the past hour. Aaron Rodgers drama continues, says AC. Yeah, I'll probably be live on Aaron Rodgers drama very, very soon. So hang tight on that. Let me just refresh a couple pieces of news. Um, nothing that I want to report this very second, but I will be back. If there is anything of note, don't you worry. Appreciate you all. Um, Check you later. I don't know if I'll be live back or not, but I will be if there's news. So, peace out, guys. Thank you for all the super chats. Appreciate you all. Subscribe and like on your way out the door. Steven, appreciate you. Never answer my calls. Isaac, the phone lines have been open the entire time. Isaac, calling right now. I don't see you calling. Peace out. Later, guys.